Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. I'm going to lick you. We have Gavin Newsom, who's doing a great job. We have Eric Arcetti, Hilda Solis, Kevin DeLeon, Wendy Carrillo. Because it is a team effort. Governor Cuomo has become a national leader, garnering the nickname America's Governor. And a very, very special thank you to our governor, no other than Gavin Newsom, because it is this partnership with Joe Biden that makes this come to reality. You spoke to National Guard troops today in a stirring speech that if I wasn't listening carefully, I thought you were sending soldiers off to war. How many licks does it take? I'm going to get to Jimmy Gomez in a second. A good question. Let's find out. Hey, you. Yeah, you. It's time for your tongue bath. Rub-a-dub-dub. Oh, it just ended. What happened? I don't know. The bath broke. Did did I black out? I... Usually it plays a little longer there with sounds of... Hey, by the way, there is an update on that chemical leak and the evacuations. Yes. I don't know if you want to go Tell to us. it, but it's it's on... TV is all over it, so it's online uh, right This now. is on the 215 of Paris, right? Yes, yes. Okay, you want let's me to... listen. Okay. What's going on? We're going to play it on the air. They are staffing a shelter. That shelter is at the Pinnacotta Middle School. This is for the evacuees. That address is 1990 A Street in Paris. The County Emergency Operations Center is available should it need to be activated so that we can support our residents and get them home as safely and as quickly as possible. We remind all residents to sign up for emergency local alerts at rivcoready.org slash alert rivco. Somebody else is coming up to speak. 
So now we're going to open it for some Q&A. Again, oh. we, uh, if you want to do a special This is about the chemical reaction inside uh, a tanker car. To you after, a railway uh, that parallels um, the 215 so freeway in we'll Paris. Questions at this time. And they're concerned there could be an explosion. This is uh, styrene's the chemical that... Uh, Um, so the the carrier is a private ca the carrier is a private carrier. Um, it, the tank car is on a BNSF railroad spur on private property. Does that answer your question? It's surrounded by uh, approximately 12 other tanker cars, and we are currently looking at trying to get those cars moved away so they're no longer an issue. All right, the key here uh, is that this area is still very much impacted by this. All right, so they're dropping out. Uh, the situation was just too dangerous for firefighters to approach the rail car. They're kind of waiting for it to cool down a bit. That was the problem. And the problem is also if it gets too hot, the extreme heat could risk an explosion. So, Well, the styrene was leaking, and it was over 300 degrees inside the, uh, right. the uh, tanker car. An evacuation order was put in place for an area within a half-mile radius of where this is going on, this rail line that parallels the 215 freeway. And I guess that first question is about who's, what company is transporting this, this chemical. So then the other part of the news conference was just giving people evacuation centers to go to who have to leave their homes in that area. Clearly, it's a commuter nightmare for anybody that uses the 215 in the area of Paris. It could be closed for days. All right, so there's your update. All right, uh, back to our tongue bath. Uh, we have a tongue bath here for Tony Villar. Tony Villar, uh, also known as Antonio Villaragosa, former mayor of L.A., and now the infrastructure czar for the only guy who might be stupider than Tony, and that's Gavin Newsom. And this, yeah. uh, this brain trust is now going to spend many, many billions of dollars from the federal government on our uh, dilapidated, crumbling infrastructure. I like that. And uh, Villar famously could not even fill potholes. I am the pothole king. When he was running Los Angeles. And now he's going to take on, uh, uh, I guess, the entire state. I think somebody in the governor's office realized after yesterday that a lot of people either don't know who Tony Villar is or have forgotten him. So they put out this special press release today. What they're saying, state and local leaders across California applaud selection of Antonio Villaragosa as infrastructure advisor. It shows you how disconnected they are from reality, or they just don't care and they're trying to BS us. Right. I mean, I mean, this is a group of all the failed politicians that have ruined California. And now they've all come together with these, these cheap, over-the-top, gushing statements uh, on a guy who is about as worthless as any politician you'll run into. All I can say about him, he wasn't as destructive as Eric Garcetti. Which is why we'll start with Eric Garcetti's quote. Because you told me yesterday, Garcetti's much worse than Tony Villar. He is. Right. So, uh, and this is what Garcetti said. Antonio's extraordinary record of achievement and advocacy for the future of infrastructure makes him an excellent choice to lead this work in our state. And to press the case in Washington for the accelerated investment that cities need and deserve. He understands the stakes for our communities, always puts, uh-oh, equity at the center of the conversation. <laughs> and knows how to cut through bureaucracy to get things done. Oh. 
The governor has made an outstanding decision that will pay dividends for Californians now and in the years to come. <laughs> he, he always puts Very equity. generic and really what, boring. What is equity? You're paving roads. Everybody drives the roads. There's built-in there's built in equity there. <laughs> we don't have lanes for people of different races or ethnicities. Everybody gets to use all the lanes. So what's I, the equity issue? Oh, my no God. And what do you is. mean cut through bureaucracy? Do you remember the other thing he couldn't do? Not only couldn't he couldn't fill potholes, he couldn't plant trees. Mm. Remember he claimed he was going to plant a million trees? Yeah, that was for the climate. For Come the climate, on, let's go. I think. Yeah, it, I think for they, the shade canopy. I think they planted a hundred, some ridiculously mm. stupid number like that. Oh my God, he, he can cut through the bureaucracy. Yeah, L.A. City Hall. That was really humming when Villaraigosa was was mayor, right? No bureaucracy, no red tape. You can get permits really fast and build anything you want. Oh my God, that loser Oakland mayor Libby Schaff probably didn't have much to say. She just said. About Villar, mayors are thrilled that one of our own will lead California's infrastructure program as we build back better and maximize the historic federal investments that will create and sustain good working class jobs. Did nothing particularly praiseworthy no, to say was, about Tony Villar. It was just was in general. A, I think the, the what, what is the phrase? Uh, damning with faint praise. By the way, Garcetti says he uh, Villar has an extraordinary record of achievement. Could you explain that? What is that? What Compared is the, to his record of achievement? Well, ex- extraordinary? Extraordinary means the top. More achievement than anybody else. You've never seen achievement like this in your life. What did he do? That's the purpose of the tongue bath desk. It's a bunch of crap. Daryl Steinberg, the Sacramento mayor and former another, leader of the state senate. Another congratulations to my former speaker and friend Antonio Viragosa. Antonio knows how to get it done. He knows and appreciates that infrastructure is about building and rebuilding our city's physical landscape. Wait, wait a second. What else would that be? Of course it's about building and rebuilding. They act like he's got some kind of special knowledge. Can anybody think of anything, though, that Tony Villar implemented as mayor of L.A.? That I mean, at least somebody might say someday that Garcetti brought the Olympics to L.A. I don't yeah, know. No, talk about something nobody cares about. Nobody cares about, but it is something. Do you have anything on the Tony Villar list that... No. We cleaned your toilets. I mean, uh, Murthala probably would talk about his infrastructure for a while, but... No. And Garcetti uh, pushed and got those stupid taxes passed for the homeless and that that bogus transportation one. I, those are not good things, but that's something that uh, the woke people might like. I can't think of anything for Tony Villar. Can't think of anything. No. He, he, just, he just chased women. They Where were the women at? Which, yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, I, I, it, it, uh, Steinberg also said Newsom, uh, this was an inspired choice. Inspired. By the way, who is second? Bozo? Uh, now, who beat, uh, uh, who did Villaraigosa beat out for the job? I don't think there was. This is a made up job. <laughs> the director of, Sandag, which is the San Diego Association of Governments. His name is Hassan Ikrata. He used to be the head of SCAG, which is the Southern California Association of Governments. Thank God we got rid of him. We mentioned he's right from Russia, a communist. He wants everybody out of their cars. He said that uh, Viragosa will uh, help us bring as many dollars to San Diego as possible. He's a leader for California with tremendous experience. Wow. <laughs> 
Tremendous experience. Yeah. Extraordinary achievements. All these extreme accolades here. You notice nobody says anything specific as to what he did? I believe in me. Like, there isn't there one is line in here. Thing. There's got to be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, almost 15 people quoted here at length, and not one person says he did this. Yeah, it, something related to infrastructure, too, if you could come up with something specific, but they don't do that. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. Yeah, don't forget, in one hour, we're bringing back the voice line, folks. First time in two weeks. We'll see what's in that batch of calls. And we do have a hack for the dumpster coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. It's all about a bill that Gavin Newsom should not sign. And it's another approach down that road of strange ways to treat big problems in the state. We get to all of that in the 5 o'clock hour. Uh, happening today in um, Afghanistan, this is quite a story. Uh, a prominent Afghan cleric aligned with the Taliban was killed in a suicide bombing in a seminary in Kabul. The attacker detonated explosives hidden in his artificial leg. Oh. How's that for a unique way to uh, smuggle in a deadly uh, weapon? See, that's why they do the uh, security routine they do at the airport. ISIS is claiming responsibility for the killing of Sheikh Rahamullah Haqqani, saying he was inciting violence against their group. Now, you know, sometimes the groups claim responsibility, but they just like it that somebody they don't like dies, so they act like they had something to do with it. But uh, there's no official confirmation. Uh, the attacker, they said, was someone who had previously lost his leg and had hidden the bomb in his prosthetic limb. So I guess they're dead, too. I, I would think so. I would think if you blow up your leg and you kill someone else in the yeah, room. Yeah, well, that's why they're calling it a suicide bomb. Uh, so he, this, uh, this guy supported the Taliban, the guy who got killed. But he was in favor of female education. Is that why they killed him? That could be why the ISIS guys didn't like him. Like, no, no way you're educating women. Uh-uh. We're going to blow that, you up. That he was inciting violence against ISIS. And that's why they killed him. But yeah, the rest of the story about Haqqani is that he actually was supportive of giving women and girls access to education, saying that there is no justification at all even in Sharia law, to say females don't get educated. You said that earlier this year. So we don't know if that's the reason for the attack. It's just something that this guy Haqqani was known for. All the religious books have stated female education is permissible and obligatory because, for example, if a woman gets sick in an Islamic environment like Afghanistan or Pakistan and needs treatment, it's much better if she's treated by a female doctor. Oh, is that kind of how they like to do it in... Keep it by gender? Well, well, they can't. See, women can't become doctors if they don't get educated. So he's saying, look, if you read the Sharia law, it's better for the women to be treated by female doctors. And where are we going to get them if nobody can go to school? I mean, they, they don't have elementary schools no. open now, or, or let alone high schools. No, and this was the warning when we left Afghanistan to the Taliban that they were probably going to bring back. Yeah some of their old rules dealing with the women's place in society. I know. We did we did absolutely no good. We gave a brief window for women to get educated in Afghanistan and then it was taken away from them. 
and, and now they this don't guy survived two previous attacks, including a large blast in Pakistan in 2020 that ISIS said killed at least seven people. They claim that they uh, ignited that attack. The Taliban says they've restored security since they took over as foreign forces withdrew almost a year ago. What a species. But as you know, we just wiped out an Al-Qaeda guy in Afghanistan yeah. a couple of right weeks in. ago. So they have ISIS, they have uh, Al-Qaeda. Yeah. Whatever's left of these terrorist groups, I guess, are still hanging out in that hey, country because it's going to... There'll be another generation coming. As these guys age out of the uh, of the demo, then there'll they'll be new ones coming in. I know. There'll be new groups. It'll all be the same. They've been fighting for a thousand years. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. Yeah, the big 5 o'clock Friday hour is just ahead. That brings us to the Moistline people in two parts. They're back for the first time in two weeks. And we will, in one hour, throw a hack into the dumpster. We have gathered mob members. Not a lot of Ukrainians these days, even though that's the origin. Well, they all got drafted. On hack in the dumpster. They're busy, and right now they're worried about that nuclear power plant that could explode into a fire because the Russians are using it as a ploy and battling the Ukrainians there for that territory. So uh, we will throw somebody into the dumpster. It is a Sacramento hack, and it is a long-time hack to the John and Ken show, but you'll find out the particular reason I'm sure we throw him in going before. In today. I think so, too. Yeah, I wasn't sure, sure either. When the committee voted on this, I'm like, maybe, but it's probably well, been a while. You know, like you can win multiple Oscars. You could uh, be thrown in the dumpster multiple times. That's true. Well, you know, next one time though, next time he's going in Satan like, Satan's like a fire. One trial is going on right now we haven't talked about until really today. Uh, it's supposed to take a couple of weeks. It is a federal civil lawsuit against L.A. County. And the reason we're talking about it is that John and Ken are, and Deborah Mark are L.A. County taxpayers. This could cost us. And it is by Vanessa Bryant, along with other family members of those killed in that helicopter crash from January 26, 2020, when Kobe Bryant and his 13-year-old daughter and a baseball coach named John Altabelli, and they all crashed near Malibu. Everybody knows that story as they were heading to a girls' basketball game. All nine people aboard, including the pilot, died in the crash. Later that year, Vanessa Bryant sued the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department, also the County Fire Department, and the county as a whole, because pictures were taken of the crash site and they were disseminated among various county employees for days or weeks after the crash. All of this is about the emotional distress. And uh, you can imagine the horror that she felt and the family felt with these crash site photos uh, being looked at by we don't know how many people. They were eventually allegedly deleted when that's what uh, uh, Villanueva is saying. When he found out about him, he made sure that they were deleted. Yeah, but you can never be sure of that. Oh, uh, some uh, say they're out there in the oh, dark they're, web they're, or somewhere. Yeah, they probably because they probably uploaded the photos on other devices or sold them to some uh, some creep online. Right. I mean, uh, it, it, I mean, it's pretty shocking that, uh, I mean, a lot of the media here probably would never run it, even if they had access to it, just because Oh no, they would be. But, I mean, there's it, it, eventually I'm sure they're going to pop up on the Internet. There was testimony from a Captain Emily Tosher, who's the head of investigations at the L.A. County Coroner's Office, 
This actually was yesterday in court. And first of all, the county's defense is that we do take pictures of crash sites in order to understand what happened. It's sort of evidence. My thought was, though, shouldn't you have somebody that does that officially? It shouldn't just be deputies walking around whipping out their phones and taking pictures. Now that everybody, you know, in the old days when you had to have a camera, probably somebody official would come from the coroner's office or some investigative unit and take the official, you know, site photos. But in this case, obviously, <clears throat> the interest in this everybody knew would be tremendous. Well, so who, some of the people that were there just started whipping out and taking pictures. And because of human nature, they could not help themselves but share those pictures. Tosher was talking about, you see, they're not going to show the pictures to the jury, but she was trying to explain exactly how horrific that they might be. Apparently, the remains from the crash were scattered over 500 yards, and there was a magnesium fire from the crash that was aflame. The majority of the victims had to be scientifically identified because their wounds were so extreme. In fact, Kobe was partially identified by his skin tone and tattoos on his arm. So they did not ask loved ones to identify the victims because the, the condition was just too intense. Well, they I mean, the, the bodies were, were busted into pieces. They were. They, they were torn up. So you could, you could just imagine what happens when the human body is torn up into pieces by a violent crash. It's not something anybody wants to see. But they do have a security video of a sheriff's deputy drinking at a bar, showing the photos to the bartender. Bartender shakes his head, disgusted. And yeah. uh, then it shows an image of the men laughing together later. Uh, firefighters were looking at the phone photos two weeks later at an awards banquet. And they showed the jury an animated chart, which documented the spread of the photos to nearly 30 people got a copy. Yeah, Lewis Lee, who's an attorney, uh, was telling the jury that how the photo spread from one deputy to more than a dozen deputies and more than a dozen members of the fire department claiming that they were even sharing them as they played the call of duty video game. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's the dark side of human nature. There's really nothing you can do about it. That's kind of how I feel. I mean, I mean, it's, so it's negligence, emotional distress, invasion of privacy, and allegations that relate to her constitutional right to the images of her deceased loved ones. Now, the county's argument is they've never been publicized. Vanessa Bryant has never seen them, so there's no real damage here. There's just this theoretical idea that someday it may pop up on the Internet. That is exactly that, what she's and that's, claiming. That's that. the pain that she says she's living with. But the county, representing the taxpayers, is saying, hey, look, nothing's happened. You had these, you know... 30 knuckleheads passing amongst themselves. We can, we can take care of them. Right. And in fact, you know something, if there is some kind of lawsuit judgment, shouldn't those guys pay? Why? why yeah, do, that's why how do... you and I always approach this. Because well, yes. why is, it's going to be the county that because pays. Because in our agreement to fund sheriff's deputies or firefighters, we don't agree that they were going to do something disgusting and gross. They that, don't that's have not part of the much deal. Money but, to pay, but it's not well, really just, about the money. I think no, she's doing this to try to. Vanessa Bryant does need the money, so it's not about the money. But that'd be great if you liquidated everything each one of these guys had. 
Right. Then that would be a great punishment for them, and that would really have a uh, a chilling effect. On a chilling a, a, effect. Any other knuckleheads who try to do this, sure, you may make an example of this crowd, and and people won't do it next time. But you see, that's the problem. People in government, people in law enforcement, never personally suffer, or rarely personally suffer. It's always a lawsuit against this big entity, the county. And I understand the county has the deep pockets, but she doesn't need the money here. She, she's m making a point. And she's correct, but I think I'd, I'd individually punish uh, I, mean, I don't know. Are they going to get individually sued? I don't know. I, I, I only have that this is against the county, the sheriff's department, the fire department, and the county as a whole. So I don't really think they're individually sued. Uh, by the way, this jury, and I'm, there's probably going to be a lot of sympathy for the wife of a celebrity that was as big a person as Kobe Bryant. There's a nun on the jury. How about a that? Nun. Six women and four men. A nun, someone who works in TV production for NBC Universal, a college student, a real estate investor, a pharmaceutical researcher, and a computer science professor, and a restaurant host. Now, does That's it say just, judgmental nun or forgiving nun? I. It's a good question. I don't know. I've never heard of a nun on a jury. It's a, kind of an odd. I mean, this is a civil case anyway. But. All the nuns I knew as a kid were really angry. Really angry. So this may take two weeks. Vanessa Bryant had to leave the courtroom yesterday during some of the testimonies, particularly concerning her daughter. Uh, but Villanueva may take the stand. So we'll well, see what... He's claiming that... He brought in everybody involved and ordered them to delete the photos. Yes. But I, I, don't, I don't know how you prove that. I mean, and everybody knows you can't prove that. I would think that possibly in the future, if they, especially if they lose this case, you can't go to the crash site with your phone unless we allow you to. Yeah. That's I mean, all I can think of. Good luck enforcing that. You're going to have to take all the phones away from everybody before you dispatch them to a... <laughs> yeah, I know. A major story like that. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken KFI. Coming up after 5 o'clock, it's another chapter in the, uh, the, the dirty work of the L.A. County District Attorney, George Gascon. One of the things he also said when he was running for office, and even after he won the DA's uh, seat, was that he wanted to go after, quote, bad cops. So apparently he was trying to get a case in court. It was a preliminary hearing concerning two sheriff's deputies who had chased a fleeing suspect in their car and one of the uh, suspects got hit with the open door of the car. Well, so they were trying to prosecute these sheriff's deputies, I guess, for some sort of unreasonable use of force or some kind of, the case got kicked already by a superior court judge, which apparently is pretty rare. In and, a preliminary hearing, you don't really have to show much just to get it to the next stage. And the deputies had also filed a false report. Right. So, uh, and, and according to the story, 99.9% .9 of the time in a preliminary hearing, the prosecution gets to move on to a real trial that a judge yes. looks at the evidence because they only present a case if they have very convincing evidence. Right. Um, and so th that's how incompetent this Gascon crowd is. They can't even get a preliminary hearing uh, decision in their favor even though that's their mission is to prosecute cops. And of course, the person he sent to court, that would be Gascon, is one of these people that he brought in to carry out his agenda. We talked about them yesterday because they're the subject of a civil service complaint by L.A. County deputy DAs that these 
public defenders or whatever else they were that Gascon has brought in are not qualified for these positions, right. not by the civil service rules. And apparently one <laughs> of them tried to bring this case to this judge and it got kicked this, uh, about these two deputies. We'll talk about this with an L.A. County deputy D.A. John Lewin coming up after the news. All right. Well, uh, animal story number two for Deborah Mark. Well, the first one was really atrocious. The drowned dog. From the chihuahua to a walrus that may have to die. Why? Well, you're not going to like this either. It's because the public will not leave her alone. We take it to Norway, where this 1,300-pound walrus apparently has been swimming from harbor to harbor this summer. But according to medical uh, experts they are damaging the animal's health because the crowds keep flocking to see her and it's stressing her name is freya f-r-e-y-a of course that's how we are today we name all the animals i don't think she introduced herself as freya it's not her birth name the country's directorate of fisheries has warned that unless something can be done to keep the crowds away, they have been gathering just feet away to take photos. Some of them throw things. Some ah. swim in the water near her. And so, she can't get any sleep. Oh. She's apparently very stressed out. And they say moving her would be too dangerous because that's the first thing I thought of. And try to move her. I mean, 1,300 pounds. They say they, they would probably have to uh, sedate her to move her. And that could be too tricky. I don't know. Can't they put armed guards over there? Uh, Just close the area? This is Norway. Nobody should be. (laughs) They they don't do anything by force in Norway. Okay, then close the area. Well, they've had a couple of mass shooters, though, haven't they, in Norway? Oh, yeah. They had that guy who shot, what, 70 kids? kids Oh, I see. There was a documentary on that. Oh, is there? Yeah. The walrus is not getting enough rest. The professionals are in a dialogue now. We believe that she is very stressed out. And euthanasia is an alternative. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Why do they want to... They, they don't want to move it because it would be very stressful on the walrus. So they're going to kill her instead? That makes I think no this sense. Is, I think this is a ploy to try to appeal to the sappy Norwegian people to stay away from this poor... This poor... It is a mammal. Better to stress her out to and try move To try to make it sound and... like, if you don't leave her alone, we may have to kill her. Oh, that doesn't sound right. That, uh, that, that that sounds like a crazy threat or an extremely stupid plan. They, I mean, but just, you know what? Just shoot her with a tranquilizer and carry her off, and uh, she'll forget about it eventually and have a happy life swimming somewhere else. You know, kill her because the stupid humans are... Uh, fire some warning shots at the crowd. That'll, that'll clear the place there out. There you go. I like that idea. <laughs> you apparently... Uh... <laughs> You're into shooting people, well, shooting no, at people. I'm not saying to harm them, but come on. You don't kill the walrus because people are stressing her out. Make I sure am the, the people, walrus. People can't bother her. Apparently, this uh, fat creature apparently has been climbing up on boats and damaging them. I guess she just likes to kind of... Well, she needs to... Wait, is she lost? Have you ever seen the sea lions up in San Francisco? Yes. Oh, you know where it went? Everybody oh, loves that attraction. On our trip? Fisherman's uh, Wharf? Yeah. In, in Oregon? Did you, did you ever go to that sea lion cave where you take an elevator 20 stories down? No. Oh, it's really cool. I went there once a long, long time ago, and we just went last week. And, uh, yeah, you get you get in this elevator. It goes 20 stories deep, and there's this big cave that leads out to the Pacific Ocean. 
And at this time, there were dozens and dozens of sea lions, most of them on a rock flopping all over each other. But at the height of when they're in session there, there'll be a couple of thousand at times. Hmm. And they all just lay on the rocks, uh, oh, slopping ornery. on each other and barking. Yeah, the ones in San Francisco, they, they're on those little docks, but they all crowd onto one dock and they just keep shoving each other. And I'm like, that dock over there is empty. Just move over there. <laughs> They'd like to do that. I was noticing that. And they would, they're they, just these big, fat, lazy creatures. <laughs> some of them would come tumbling. And that honking up. noise they make that they, people love. They would come tumbling off the top of the rock, like one would shove the other and he'd go flying. Yeah. They do. They get involved in some kind of twister game, it looks like. I can't figure out what the hell's going on there. Uh, That, that, get over there. That little floating dock is, there's plenty of room. All right. When we come back, we'll be talking once again to John Lewin, L.A. County Deputy DA. This one is uh, another Gascon special. He, of course, uh, has told everybody that he likes to prosecute cops. That's what he likes to. He went after a couple of L.A. County Sheriff's deputies who were chasing a fleeing suspect. And apparently the suspect got hit by the open door of, of the patrol car. I don't know why that's the reason for it. But anyway, he wants to hold them accountable, and they took this to a judge, and case got thrown out. More coming up. John and Ken show Deborah Mark has the news. KFI AM 640. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation, and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.